This episode of Star Wars in Character is brought to you by the Artmore Project Fundraiser. So far, the Artmore Project has brought together 60 artists to create one-of-a-kind works of art from blank sets of Mandalorian armor. These artworks will be auctioned off as part of the 2013 Star Wars in Character Star Wars Toy Drive, benefiting the Philadelphia area Toys for Tots. Now, when you donate as little as $5 to the Artmore Project, you'll receive a special thank you gift, an exclusive episode of the Star Wars in Character podcast featuring the bounty hunter Dengar. This special episode is available only through Artmore Project donations. For more information on this project and fundraiser, and to find out how to access more exclusive episodes, visit our website at swic.neozaz.com slash donate. The Star Wars in Character podcast looks forward to creating a new milestone with our 2013 toy drive, and thanks everyone for your support in this exciting new project. Oh, I'm never having sex again. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew. Wanted to know. Or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about... No bots. Okay. Sounds like a Muppet sound effect. that's a Halloween. If you're walking down a dark alley and and hear that, just just laugh. (laughs) I'm trying to scare you. (laughs) This is not going to make it for Halloween, because this is so far an editing nightmare. (laughs) Well, Nobot appears in episode one, The Phantom Menace. Suppose. Ooh, Phantom Menace. <laughs> Phantom of the Menace. <laughs> Was she a big fat droid? <laughs> <laughs> he is in the movie. He is. That, he is. That's what it says. Hell yeah, I saw it. I timed it. All right, now these are some scary names. <laughs> scary names. Yeah, I'm convinced from that delivery. These are some scary names. <laughs> My name is... That's the next one. <laughs> Today I am joined by the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Dream. <laughs> <laughs> now where does this fit into your rules? <laughs> this one is it's it's, it's it's chapter four. There's there's a little star that says Halloween episodes don't matter. No, oh, okay. <laughs> to my right is Night of the Living Dave. That's scary. He's underwater. <laughs> it's the it's the creature of the black lag- black lagoon. <laughs> the creature and- Tim from the Black Lagoon. Whatever <laughs> your name, Tim. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to think how to do it. Ready? Tim, 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 Tim. <laughs> The tip 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 Go! And John Carpenter. He is I would say John Carpenter is probably the better composer of the two John. John Carpenter, John Williams. John Williams hack John Carpenter talent. Yeah. Tim. He does smoke more. Well Dave. Yes. Give us some only three facts, please. About Nobot. The Nobot. The droid. On Halloween. So scary. we did talk about this a little bit, as Tim has pointed out on our Jira episode, because Sandy Poos. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> because Jira's involved with his uh story. Now I saw he's called the Nobot, which is a strange name. 
in in the first place but i did look online and he has like an official droid type name so when you look at it from a certain way it looks like the word nobody from a certain point of view but it's n o dash 8 o t and if you look at it a certain way the 8 could be a b so that's mm-hmm. why i think he's called the nobot because this story for people who are you know into what's canon what's not canon this whole story is kind of on the on the fence about all that but he's listed in a video game as no-8ot but his other unofficial name is the ghost droid Ooh. oh my love <laughs> My darling, wrong, wrong ghost. You see Jira and Patrick Swayze making a clay pot. <laughs> you know what's, what's, what's weird? This is totally off track here. Stomp's coming, Swayze. Yeah, no shit. What? Today, we're recording, um, right right now, is, is the date that Swayze died. Oh. How do you know? And his mother passed away uh, earlier this month. I don't know that. <laughs> Mama Swayze. <laughs> I forget what her first name was, but yeah, no, she passed away. She was and like Swayze's her- mother, much like. Opa Rancis. <laughs> she didn't have a name. That's funny. Well, the, Easy. <laughs> the Nobot was a protocol droid, also known as the Ghost Droid. It's my would, way or the highway. <laughs> it so, would fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> the double douche. Oh, wait, he's still alive. <laughs> would wander the streets of Moss Espa. And it was very creepy. And what you could do is you could pay Jira two pegots. And she would tell you the tale of the Nobot. Nobot. How much did you have to pay her not to tell you? <laughs> I looked up pegots, and pegots were a Huttese currency. They were made of gold. They're only really mentioned in episode one. And a pegot, one pegot was worth about 40 credits or 64 whoopie whoopies. What was that? <laughs> Which is what that guy is selling those frogs for in episode one. Or 14 cents Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Dude, two loonies. That, that sounds like a lot like. <laughs> They talk about credits a lot in Star Wars. Like a pegot is forty credits, so you have to pay this lady eighty credits to hear the stupid story. Doesn't seem like a lot. That's terrible. That does. Because then, I mean, once she tells the story, you've heard it. You can just tell your friends for free. Like I don't understand. Have the price. Yeah, you can stand next door and say, "Yeah, right." Said open a stand next door and say forty pegots for the Nobot story. Well, that's what happened actually. And I got sound effect. I got a soundboard. (laughs) <laughs> Listen to this fart <laughs> Nobot That's what actually ended up Happening Was that competitors Would tell their version of the story A little different than hers And kind of undersell her And there was like a, a, a storytelling Marketplace there Where they would compete with each other It was like a story off, like a dance off Only much boringer Or more boring, or I don't know, fuck it, who cares so everybody has a Nobot story. He's like Injun Joe. <laughs> well, in most Espy. Everybody's got a story about Injun Joe. Everybody's got a story about Nobot. I would think once everybody heard the story, there was no more reason that you would make money off the story. But that's what Jira would do to supplement her fruit selling business, I guess. For an extra three pegots, the story will have a happy ending. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she stays in business. Oh, I uh, never had sex again. <laughs> and right, right before full release, she says, "Storm's coming." <laughs> I will call you Storm. Storm coming, Annie. <laughs> oh. That's awful. Yeah, yeah Dave, it's awful. Yeah. Terrible story, Dave. Yeah, I didn't terrible. I didn't say that. All right. Well, what would happen with this nobot? is it would wander around very zombie-like in and out of the city, and it was just like a bad penny. It was always there, and no matter what anybody did, it would never go away. It I was can't like, picture like, the, like, that kind of droid just being a zombie kind of thing. Well, you know, like, droids have programming. Like, they're, that's why they exist. This right. droid had no real programming. It had no purpose. And all it would do would be to wander around. 
the droid even had blaster markings on it. It had been into some kind of shit, and people were like, oh, what's that? No, people don't know. So they started telling these tall tales and spreading these rumors about the Nobot. It was almost like the urban legend of Mos Espa. You know, like the, you know, like everybody tells the story about the guy with the hook, you know, and then the hook was on the car. You're like, you scared me. Did I? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Well, the uh, that became the urban legend of Mos Espa, and the best person at telling the story was Jira. The story was this, and Tim had told us a story once before, but it's good for Halloween. 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 The Nobot was Oops. supposedly <laughs> the only surviving witness to the murder yes. of a young pregnant woman. Young and pregnant woman. The Nobot just one day popped up in Mos Espa with this blaster scoring on it, and it was also covered in dried blood. Mm. Sharon takes blood. Die pigs. <laughs> wow. His serial number had been scratched off, so no one knew, you know, anything about him or where he came from. And he Detroit. Had- <laughs> Rock City. And he had this recording that he would play constantly, like on a loop. It was like, instead of talking, his communications module would play this recording over and over. And the recording was an actual audio recording of the murder of this woman. That's horrible. That's It's a snuff podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Snuffcast. (laughs) Snuffcast. Definitely. So he would play this recording of this murder, and on the on the recording, you could hear the woman screaming and begging for her life, like it was. What's that? The train? What the hell is that? Nobot. Nobot. <laughs> Quotes. <laughs> That's Freddy Krueger, man. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> if you say so, I thought no sweet fresh meat. That's that right. The recording of the uh, of the nobot of of the murder of this woman. Man, Ooh. this is this this. <laughs> so he comes in, dried blood on him, playing this recording of this woman being murdered. You can hear the murder actively happening. Oh, her begging for her life, and then it would just cut out, and there would be like this long thing of static. It was like. Like, like white noise and wait and then it, he would start it over again it's like the end of Blair Witch Project oh, oh. nobot standing in the corner nobot yeah. nobot nobot <laughs> Where, ah, where's the fucking map <laughs> for two and a half hours so <laughs> there are nobot activity he just stands there now on, on the side of the bed looking at people oh stick people on the tree goddamn <laughs> <laughs> what started to happen, especially in Jira's version of the story, is that they believed that the 3PO unit is the murderer. No! Dun-dun-dun! What about the three laws of robotics? He doesn't do them because he's the nobody. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds pretty good, though. Yeah. Well, if I say I'm the nobody, I've never read voice, that damn book. true. <laughs> the other things about him was that people, because of these urban legends that started to spread, they thought he had evil spirits surrounding him, and they thought that the dark side of the force would follow this protocol droid. Because weird things would happen in the story um, when he would wander out. And I mean, he would wander far and long. And like I said, a bad penny would always turn up back wandering the streets. He would go out and the Tuscan Raiders would take use him for target practice. They would see him coming. And, <laughs> That's funny. They'd see him coming and they'd, they'd aim their rifles at him and it just comes down. <laughs> <laughs> just as they're ready to take take aim and shoot, their gun jams. And in some cases, their gun would like blow up in their hands. Okay? Go ahead. Spooky. Dave, can you hold me a little bit? During it would this? backfire right in their hands. What little, little, little bit do you want him to hold? <laughs> <laughs> Two hands, please. What another another th- weird thing that would happen, and I find this interesting on its own. There were swoop gangs. We kind of talked about it yeah. a little with like uh, Kimmy Chyler, wasn't she on a swoop gang, Matt? 
Like yep. she was a sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, she was yeah, she's had something to do with soups, but she surely could be in a soup gang. She was in the Shadow Syndicate, sure. So they sound like they're just like kind of motorcycle gangs. Like these are the sons of anarchy of Tatooine. They would try to destroy him like with hooks and chains. Like they would they like they would go by him. It was almost like road warrior. Like they try and wipe him out. <laughs> oh, and man. just as they're getting ready to him, their engines would, would blow up and malfunction. And their balls would show. <laughs> <laughs> I did, see, I did see his ball. Burning Wells. I did see his ball. Oh. <laughs> so nobody saw his balls. It was weird looking. That story I'd want to hear for 80 whoopee whoopees or whatever the hell we're paying for. <laughs> the, things like that would happen all over. Um, the the Jawas would try to like lead him into the Sarlacc. You know, like this is the way we're going to get rid of. Like they would, they would. That sounds like Houdini. Sounds like hee haw. <laughs> sure enough, he'd show up again. Like Jesus you, God. You, this guy was like indestructible and T one thousand, almost like yeah. mystical right. because they couldn't find out why this would happen. Sarlacc had a huge ulcer in his stomach. I was able to walk through it. Oh, scary and painful. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you watch episode one, you can actually see the nobody. And he's gray. He looks like a, a gray version of C-3PO, like a silver version of C-3PO. So if you want to know where he is, and after hearing the story, I mean, it's kind of creepy. Like, Star Wars doesn't do this a whole lot. Right. But it's, we're talking about murder, like a, a recorded murder. And he's got murder. he's got blood on him and stuff like that. There's not a blood in Star Wars. You see, like, Walrus Man's arm. And, right, you know, right. like, there's very little blood in Star no, Wars. No, like, blood splatter. Yeah. So he's got blood splattered on him. People think that this is, like, some rogue droid that went ape shit and killed this woman. Right. And she happened to be pregnant. That makes She am a bitch. <laughs> so, if you want to know where the nobot is, it's very it's very easy to find when uh Qui-Gon and and Padme are walking into Mos Espa to to first walk in there to get this part for the ship that they need. The nobot is kind of like zombie walking, stumbling, limping through the scene right at the camera. No way. And when I saw this and I'm reading this, and it's a dumb story, but it's fun to listen to. I saw him and for a second I was like, it's kind of creepy. Right. Like just, just after hearing the story, he's in it for 8.2 seconds. If you watch it, he's, he's, he's kind of dragging his leg a little, very zombie like. I don't know why, but I'm thinking of, of the Ted Dance of Stan D now. Why? I don't know. Just say like, you see it and you don't know what it is until you say three and a half men. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> men, 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 men. Did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Three and a half. What did I say? Three. Three and a half dancings. And a baby. Which is better than three and a half babies. <laughs> That's what was that? left when a nobot left. Seriously. Remember when you first heard about that? You watched that scene? Yeah, that we talked about that on the Grady's. I think that made that at the time most rented movie yes. in, in videotape history because yeah. people were renting it just to see the dead boy yes. and three and three men and a baby, and all it was was a standee of Ted Dance uh, as a kid or something younger. Yeah. Well, he was an actor in the movie, so it was like a standee of him, like from like a car dealership that he did or something, and it just was. It was like kind of in the back where and the oh, that background. was creepy shit though. Oh, yeah, I remember sitting there, pause, pause, yeah. pause. <laughs> yeah, back then had all the lines and shit. You had to really yeah pay attention. It's a dead boy, and instantly an urban legend. He died on the set. in that house. Just shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like well, it was like the old uh, <clears throat> the Wizard of Oz where the <laughs> where the Munchkin supposedly hung himself on the set. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. It in the forest. You can see him hanging you there. See a shadow of him hanging. Yeah, it's a drunk. Little person. Yeah, it was like, those things are cool. And it's Billy Barty's father, Ricky Barty. T- tell you what scares the fuck out of me to this day. I would never move into a house that has those fucking little tiny windows. Like Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror. <laughs> never. I would never go into to those homes. Well, that, the Nobot is the Star Wars version of all of that I stuff. Can't. And as far as the Star Wars universe, He's still wandering the streets of Mos Espa with no purpose and no programming, only to be playing this recording of this heinous murder. He's behind you, Dave! No! 
If you said that, I'll say Tim's behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a cool little story. I like it. It's a good it's good for Halloween. Yeah. The story was written by a man named Sean Flaherty, who calls himself Jedi Flaherty. For Star Uncle Flaherty. For StarWars.com's uh feature. He's on SCTV, wasn't he? <laughs> Joe, Joe Flaherty. <laughs> Bet you're gonna miss it. It's been Guy Caballero. <laughs> Uh, so the there's a thing on there on starwars.com called what's the story and this guy sean flaherty came up with this i like it it's cool and and he is he is just he was an unnamed droid stumbling through that scene and this guy came up with a little something for him this this reminds me matt i didn't read them i i never will did you read those that zombie star wars books oh yeah yep are they good yeah you actually i think you'd like them yeah that's a good but, thing to I mean, I mean you, you say it reminds you of that, but it's yeah, they're not I mean it's a completely different story than this. Is it is there two of them, right? Isn't there like a Soul Trooper? Yes. Song? Uh I mean there's yeah, there's uh Death Troopers, which is set in the original trilogy era, then there's the Red Harvest, which is set I think actually maybe technically before even before the prequel era. And it's I've I've been or I haven't been told, but I've I've I, I'm to understand that Red Harvest is the prequel to Death Troopers, but you could really listen to either story on their own and and not have to tie them together. Right. Okay. Uh, I do have Death Troopers on audio, but I haven't listened to it. Death yet. Trooper. That's how I actually <clears throat> first went through Death Troopers, and it's actually it it it, it creeped me out a couple times. The uh, the the sound work and the guy that reads it does a phenomenal job. It actually it was like I had to like woo, you know like <clears throat> get my senses back again now and again. I really got into I've got that, the reading of that. Feeling yeah. about this. Really got into the reading of that story. So I I do recommend <laughs> that. Nobot. Nobot. So that's all I got for the Nobot. It's a uh, creepy. It's a creepy little story and suitable for Halloween. It is, as far as the Star Wars universe goes, because there's not much stuff like this in Star Wars. Happy Halloween. <laughs> well, Matt, is your website scary? No, it's actually I kind of tried to tie together things we've just have talked about I actually mainly brought all this up in our hundredth episode but i found a a site called of all things called plaid stallions that scanned an entire 1980s uh ben cooper catalog Ooh. and has all the costumes offered for the year you know for 1980 and of course there's a large star wars collection in there and it's, it was fun to page through and see the star wars costumes and the other costumes that are in there too and i think a lot of people that listen to the show, especially in our age range, will have a have a good time paging through this, you know, just for nostalgia's sake. Perfect. Perfect for Halloween. Yes, that's what I thought. We've talked about this a lot on on the show. Should go through the four of us and what have you dressed up as for Halloween as far as Star Wars goes? I know I was a Vader in the Ben Cooper and my mother made me a Yoda costume. And I think that's it. Tim, I know you've talked about this before. Who who have you been? I think the only Star Wars character I ever dressed up as was um, the Gamorrean Guard in a Ben Cooper outfit. I think that's the only one. What about you, Matt? I was, we as we discussed on the 100th episode, I, was, I had the Darth Vader mask, but my mother had a friend put together a costume. And I remember this. I remember this almost from like a technical standpoint. I had the Boba Fett costume, and I guess the silver plastic was a problem for them because the the longer I wore it that night, the more translucent the mask became. It's like the, the silver actually wore off during the night. I, I don't know, and it wasn't like I. It wasn't like all over my face, all over my costume. It just kind of went away. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. <laughs> what about you? Chris? I'll have to call my brother. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever dressed up as a Star Wars character for Halloween? <sighs> really? You can't think of it. I, I I remember having some kind of box costume, 
But I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. Out of the way, box. <laughs> it's, it's I did. I did dress up as a robot oh, once, and it was a box. In all those revisions, I didn't think to put the line "out of the way" box in the script this year. <laughs> Next year, still time to add it. Nah, I'm done. I've written that thing seventeen fucking times. <laughs> I think I was uh, probably Vader, like one, one of those you know main ones. I don't remember though. I'll be honest. All right. I don't even know if I was allowed out on Halloween night. Oh. It just stay in your room and look at your photo of Jesus. Poor Chris. Yeah, and my clown. You know how, like, there's the urban legend with the, uh, talk about urban legends with the Nobot, the urban legend with the razor blades and the apple and stuff yep. like yeah. that? Yeah. Pins, pins in the chocolate bars? Yeah, that happened to me. Really? A razor blade? Somebody put a razor blade in an apple. Yeah. And uh, my mother found it. Like oh you know how like God. Chris and I are parents. You check your, yeah. your. I mean, I check the candy. Like I sit there, like see Everett Coop looking over that shit. Yeah. Like I am examining every one of see those. There's things. holes in the bag or packaging. Oh yeah, if yeah. anything looks the least bit squirrely, it gets tossed. I'll go buy you something. And first of all, who's giving out apples? What kind of asshole Nowadays, does that? Yeah. But this was when we were little, and and there was a blade in it. I th- blade. How, how did she find it? She went kind of open, bag. I guess. Yep. Or- yeah, she she just looked at it and she could tell right away. I think my parents had gone through my used to go through my candy and toss suspicious stuff out because I clearly remember getting things from people and then when you know morning would come and I'd I'd go to the my candy bag it was th- specific things I remembered were gone. I think they I think they did the all same the good thing. candy was gone. Yeah, they exactly. left all the baby. Like, they probably. The- yeah. <laughs> and my parents had Eddie stomach James aches. And yeah, yeah. My parents yeah. had stomach aches. It was totally unrelated. I don't I don't know. I think they threw it out. <laughs> well, hopefully everyone out there has a happy and safe Halloween and most he- I think a lot of people who listen to this have children like like some of us do and at this point that's the cool thing about Halloween is watching your kids Absolutely. do it. So if your kids are Going out there dressed up like uh, Star Wars characters, you should take pride in that. That's and, a, that's a cool thing. They're still making costumes, right? Yes, yep. and they take photos. Please post them on our wall. I'd love to see you know you guys in Halloween costumes. I, I actually, I I don't have the pleasure of uh, celebrating Halloween with any kids because I don't have them. Although our our neighbor, you know, we hang out with them at Halloween. But I mean, I do love Halloween so much that I've now taken to the point of not dressing up the dog but putting something on the dog while we're handing out candy to help you know join in the celebration there you go like, la- last year she wore a supergirl cape just a cape you know i didn't dress her up in a whole outfit so just a little something to help get in the spirit have any like urban legend stories back in the day when we were kids about the like supposedly shit that happened? ghost mountain Oh yeah, Ghost Mountain. Haycock is that in Haycock? Yeah, with the yeah. albinos that lived in a glass house. Yes, I always heard about those albinos. I never saw them, but I always people would always say, "Yeah, we went up there and they ran up to the the, uh, the fence and started screaming at us." It was weird. Yep, you go up to Haycock Mountain. Did you honk your horn three times? And you yep. turn off the lights of the car. Yeah, yeah. Wait, honk the horn, and flip the lights back on. And the albinos, yeah, here out of the woods to scare you off. Yeah, I remember that. There was that. There was the Satan house out there. Oh, I think that? I ruined a real chance of getting laid by fucking around at goes at Haycock Mountain mm. because we were driving and like I had a stick shift car and I had the girl that I was pretty. I was like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure I was getting laid that night, and so I went to Haycock Mountain and I. You know, I let off the clutch and turned the engine off just to freak her out, and she was so freaked out she wanted to go home. And I think I screwed myself over. You did it to yourself. So you got laid yourself. Yeah, well, I mean, I still, you know, finished that night, but that was a different story. Oh, (laughs) if you if you go to weirdus.com, there is an entry for the Beyond the Pale, the albino cannibals of Ghost Mountain, child stealing, rock salt shooting, circus escaping, inbreeding clan. Of the albinos, there's. I don't know if you guys. Oh, there's the covered bridge. I remember that too. There's a not a. It's not an urban legend, but it's a like a a physics phenomenon. I'm sure there's an explanation for it, but I I haven't bothered reading it here in Florida, not far from Orlando, in a place called uh, Lake Wales called Spook Mountain, where if you turn your car off and put it in neutral, your car will be pulled uphill. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. 
No, I've actually experienced it. It's it's real close. I actually worked in Lake Wales when I first moved to Florida, and you know, for the, I mean, I think it was it was close to a year that people kept saying I had to see this, had to see this, had to see this. Finally, did it. I was like, "There's no way," and sure as shit. And again, there has to be an explanation for it, but I never looked it up. I I'm in my car. I'm looking uphill. I'm I mean, I I inspected this from a really sit uh what's the word cynical eye. There is no way, from my perspective, I was not going uphill. I turned off my car, put it in neutral, sat there for about probably a good three seconds, like a little bit of a wait. And just when I thought oh, nothing's going to happen, my car started to go uphill. That's that's Spook Hill, yeah. Spook Hill, not Spook Mountain. It's Spook Hill is what it's called. <laughs> Look at it. If you, I mean, I, it, when Tim said the uh, weird, there, it's in the Weird Florida book. It reminded me of that. I had a, a situation that. I, I don't know. If you, I saw some kind of ghost demon thing. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Way back. Tell us about it. I'll tell you about it now. Way, way, way back when. I'm telling it all scary. Way, way back when. Maybe I was like eight, nine, ten years old, down in Jersey, seeing my um, my dad's mom, the Jersey Devil. No, Jersey. it wasn't that. <laughs> Chupacabra. She had a house, and behind it, I was. I was no, I was in the back porch. And I saw this demonic thing saying, "Chris, come here." No, calling me. Okay, I ran into the house. Got my dad and my brother. Yeah, remember that. And then I said, "There's, there's a person out here calling me." We went out there. He was gone. They were building homes behind her house, and where he was calling me from, we walked to it. That if I wasn't paying attention, I would have like fell in this big ass hole and ditch with like nails, boards, and trash. They're trying to get I you tell, in the hole. I tell my uh, yes. I remember this demonic demon. It was Bruce Coleman. Springsteen fucking with you. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> he said he was Jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. That, that, I did bon see. I, I I remember that story. Like it was really scary. Oh my god. The only thing that I can think of is, and I've told this story to Chris. I think I've told I've told the story to a bunch of people. Don't tell it. I'm getting scared. Yeah, I do remember once. This is when I lived in in that house on Ambler Street, and I was on the third floor of a house. I I, I had the third floor of a house basically to myself. I shared it with my brother for a little while, and one night I was up. I was I was wide awake. All the lights were off, and the way my bed was positioned is my head was up against a wall, but next to next to my head was where the door was that led out to the down the steps and everything. Um. And I remember sitting there and looking over and it and it in my doorway, it looked like there was a head looking in my door, like like around the corner, like peering, like yep. And I remember going, ah, like I yelled it out, ah. And it said to me, it said, <laughs> This is what's the funniest part. It said, What do you mean, ah? And then left. And I was I was sitting there petrified. Because I couldn't get up to see what the hell just happened. I couldn't even get up to turn the light on. I was so frozen with fear. It could have been my brother. It was your brother. <laughs> it was. Your but why? But we had we had we had wood steps that led up. You, I would have heard my brother coming up the steps. He didn't turn a light on. He didn't do anything. That's, and this is this is going back. This is going back to the late eighties. And so my brother wouldn't re- would have remembered that. So I will never honestly know if that was my brother. My imagination or the undead. <laughs> you know you know what the scariest part of that story was for me? Three choices, yeah. <laughs> Is that I lived on a in a three story house on Ambler Street at one point. Ooh. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same house. I don't know what the address was. I'll ask, my, I'll ask my parents what the address was. What'd you say it was? One twenty nine. I will ask them tomorrow what it was. That All would right. be really weird. I think you guys were roommates and didn't know. It. <laughs> <laughs> that was me who said that, Tim. Yes, Matt. Matt got drunk one night and then stumbled into the old house. And then, what do you mean? Ah, what? Matt has. There was a book story. There was a young boy sleeping on the third floor. <laughs> Matt has a similar story where he stuck his head in the door and some scared him when he went ah. <laughs> and he said, "What do you mean ah?" <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. Is why would the demon say, "What do you mean?" It's like if I was a demon, like yeah, I scared you. That's what you're supposed to say. Boogity boo. I, I, he didn't. He didn't understand. I I lived on this this road and there's and I used to watch TV and then every night this guy would come over and sit next to me and watch the same show. <laughs> <laughs> was it your brother? Which, uh, I think it was Tim. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was 
I was trying to think of an answer for myself for this question. I don't think Star Wars is all that scary. I was going to say, what in Star Wars scared you most? So I'm going to modify the question and say, what? And I think we may have talked about this on the Grady's, but not everyone listens to, that listens to Star Wars and character listens to the Grady's. But what, what movie scared you guys the most at any point in your life? Mm. I know it immediately. What, Jaws? No, well, in a different kind of way, yes. Mm-hmm. The Shining. Yeah. That's one of my, like, mm-hmm. even to this day, I, I could be 40 years old and watch that. I want all the fucking lights on in this house. <laughs> and that, that movie still say, woo, got me. Right. I know, I know, I know mine. Bandit. It's, um, I don't remember if it was the first Friday the 13th. It was one of the first two or three. And it was the one where the girl was laying on the bed and Jason was hiding under the bed and you see the knife come up through her chest. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. I think it was also the one where the guy was walking on his hands. That, that's and that's from part one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> that's all of them. Even Jason in space. Yeah. Um, Jason. And uh, for, uh, for years, literally years and years and years, I had to take my bed off of the things and the, the mattress and the, the box spring had to be on the floor. I didn't want anything under my bed. I was terrified. I mean, that, that went, that went into my twenties. I was terrified of that people something under my bed because of that oh mm. you're 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 scary too i mean you don't go out now and see horror movies and stuff like you know like ghost ones or something yeah this stuff I, with the serial killer like the jason and freddy and stuff that's, that's stuff, right, that's stuff's not you don't like watch insidious i don't watch anything with ghosts you because- did, yeah we were sitting here watching tra- uh apple trailers when you were down here Last year, and there was some trailers you were very adamant about not watching. Yeah, I remember that too. I can't watch ghosts. Probably from part one, you probably saw ads for Insidious one back then. Well, I don't know what it is. Like, and that white I, noise. Yeah, I won't watch anything with ghosts. Those other things don't scare me. Jason's not scary. No, nah, those are like terrible. like even when I was little, I remember being like that. That to me was just it was entertaining, but it was like it wasn't scary. The idea of ghosts. Yeah. I will not and refuse. You ever to have go. any kind of ghost experience? Or yeah, something? I saw a ghost when I was little. Tell us. I don't want to. Why, why not? It's traumatizing. Tell us. Come on, please. Everyone so, else he said, tra- "What do you mean?" Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else <laughs> the same ghost. It was, it was, it was the Quaker Town obvious ghost. You're gonna yeah. laugh at it first. I'm not gonna laugh at you. Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. If I saw the. <laughs> <laughs> That, when you're telling that story, I'm on Team Tim on this one. I, I know I'm going to laugh. <laughs> no, you're going to laugh. No one's going to laugh. Because I've never told this story to someone. Oh, like, tell they, it. They, oh, no. Come on, tell, tell us and 200,000 other people. Yeah. Dave, 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 Dave. I was living in my old house, and uh, we had an attic. Which, which was, one? I kind of want another house. It was the house that I grew up in, like, oh. in within town. Okay. I don't know. Okay. And... Uh, we had 129 Ambler Street. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so security. We all lived there at some point. Um, <laughs> and I had a creepy, creepy old attic, like the definition of a creepy attic, like in a from a horror movie. Yeah. And it always creeped me out anyway. Um, but the door was always closed to the attic. And one day I was home alone and the door to the attic was open. And it never was open, ever. For any reason. And the door was open. And I went over to close it. And a woman was walking down the stairs. You fucker. <laughs> you just gave me a fucking chill. <laughs> a woman was walking down the stairs. And she was wearing a gown. It was like a... She was an old woman. And she was walking down the stairs. And I was frozen. Like, with fear, I stood there. And what she said to me, when I say it, is going to make you laugh. What do you mean, uh? But... <laughs> <laughs> to a child and when this happens it's devastating it's it's i can hear it in my head like it happened just now right it's stupid okay tell us she nobody laughed. she got to the bottom of the stairs and i was standing there petrified i couldn't move and she took one more step towards me and she said i'm going to sweep you <laughs> off your feet <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. That's just not scary. It is when it's a ghost saying it to you. <laughs> True. I'll do you one better, Dave. I'll make you feel better. Okay. All right. I woke up. I was really, really young. I think it was before. This may have even been before my sister was born. And we're only five years apart. And I woke up from a terrible, 
dream, like one of those dreams where I just had a thought and I wasn't even quite asleep. I go bawling into my parents' room. My, my mother is like trying to console me to find out what happens. And it takes me like five minutes to explain. And what the dream was is that, that Mrs. Butterworth came out of the cabinet and was chasing me. <laughs> But that scared you when you're little. Yeah. We'll give you some sweetness. Come on, come on. It's that goddamn commercial. The stop motion animation. Matt's scariest movie is ET. Oh, it is. Yeah. I fucking that freaked me out. Hello, Matt. Yeah, uh, asshole. <laughs> I'm going because to sweep you off your feet. And then what happened? I he was swept. And uh I still remember. I remember what she looks like. I remember everything. Around it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like me and Mrs. Betterworth. <laughs> <laughs> she was holding syrup. <laughs> Matt gets scared going food shopping. <laughs> I, I don't go you down guys, the syrup aisle. You guys remember the shop that my mom had on Broad Street there in Quakertown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Country, country Taste, it was called. The building is still there. I, it was a skate shop the last time I remember. I don't know what it is now. It was a cigar shop for a little while. Oh, it was for a little while. Was where cigar, Patriot yeah. Cigars was? Yeah, that's, oh, no shit. Okay, I know where that was. Yeah. But that building was uh, that someone from the Quakertown Historical Society came in there, and they and they were giving us they were laying some history down on us. And um, basically, that building was the first funeral home in uh, Quakertown. Ooh, and this was back when they would you know pack the pack the uh, ca- the casket full full of ice to keep the bodies cool. Um, but in the basement, when, when she first started leasing the shop, I remember going down in the basement and in the basement, there was like a well and it was just like a pit that just went down into the, the big, but we put a flashlight and we couldn't see the bottom of the thing. It was so deep and black and dark, but the, it was the creepiest thing. We always wondered, like, is this where they threw like, like if they had an embalmment, they had to throw out like body parts. Did they throw them down in this well I underneath it? It's right there. It's it's about uh, it's about a half block away from the train station there, near in the antique shop district. For those of you who know where Quakertown, know Quakertown's right across the street from the Moose Hall. Mm-hmm. So if you're going through Quakertown and that's and there's a business in there that's open, pop in there. And where my mom had her register, that was where they would put the body. The body oh. when they would put it out to view <laughs> was right where the register was. It was right inside the door to the right. There was, was a, on a display wall. in the window. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> still window shopping. Yeah. And well, there, there was that, and then her stock room used to be part. Used to be a different thing, and the stock room was a Chinese laundry. Chinese. <laughs> it puts There's the a lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. There's a lot of stories like that in our town because our town is uh, creepy. Oh. It's a pre. It's a pre-revolution. Era town uh, hotel has some haunted. Yeah, and stuff. there's a there's a bar called McCool's. It's been in town forever. forever yeah. And there and there's a theater right next to it that used to be like a uh, the stable where people who stayed in the hotel would leave their horse and buggies and stuff like that. And that bar was a stop on the Underground Railroad. Right. And because sometimes people would get there and they would hide in the basement every once in a while one of the the runaway slaves would die and you couldn't bring the body out then to bury it because you'd be giving away that this was a step on the underground railroad right so they would bury these people in the basement of that building <laughs> and hold it the dirt room and apparently they think there are still the remains of runaway slaves that died trying to escape slavery in the underground, on the underground railroad, I've, re- I've eaten a Reuben in there, <laughs> not, in the, not in the dirt room, but in the, in the restaurant. Delicious Reuben. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it is a creepy. It is a creepy. Um, we we lived in a creepy town, anyway. Yeah, the, the, if you go over the cemetery over there at the old uh, Quaker meeting house, and that was that was always creepy to walk through. And we used to, I used to walk through that night. There would be times where I'd walk home from work. It was like if my car wasn't working or whatever, I'd walk and I'd. You know, it'd be like ten thirty at night. I'd be leaving. I'd be walking across that cemetery through uh, the Quaker Meat House, and I would you couldn't run through it because you'd trip over headstones because they were little small headstones. And yeah, yeah, there's unmarked graves in there that are Native American graves. They just would yeah. throw them in the ground and put a stone down. They didn't know their names. They didn't know anything about them. Injun Joe. 
Well, not that any of this has to do with Star Wars. No. Then there's the Q-Mart, which is just a whole another mess of scary. Oh, uh, well, the, the Q-Mart, I mean, there was that, that guy who ran the, um, the, uh, the Q-Pet. Didn't, pet a, store that didn't was a plane killed. crash into the Q-Mart at one point? Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, the Q-Mart, Q-Mart, I mean, the Q-Mart, it's still a weird place to go, but it used to be even weirder. Back in the in the eighties and early nineties, that was not a place you really wanted to go at night, or day, um, or <laughs> or day, or during the week, or the circus, or anything like that. No, you don't want to do any of this stuff. No, yeah, there are all sorts of stuff. The humor, yeah, I do remember there was that guy that was shot behind there. His daughter was in my grade. Yeah, mm. creepy town. It's all it's fresher there. That's why I left. <laughs> Creep me the fuck out. As far away from Q Martin Quick Town as you can get. And, yeah, still be, a, and still be on the East Coast. I was hoping I was doing a Google search going back to Ghost Mountain, trying to find pictures of Ghost Mountain. And because I remember there there was that big rock face at the top that in the late eighties someone had painted a gigantic Grim Reaper scene up there. But uh the last time I'd been up there was the mid nineties and the Grim Reaper scene had pretty much fallen off and it was just graffiti. But I'm not seeing any pictures of that. Yeah, me neither. I hmm. Albinos took them down. Yeah, the albinos whitewashed it all. Oh, bastards. <laughs> well, we're going to do something that we haven't done in a long time, Chris. Yes, we are. And at Tim's suggestion, this is a command performance, is what it is. Chris, commands, I perform. Oh, jeez. Huh. So, we here at Star Wars and Character are proud to present a Halloween edition of Chris does a dramatic reading. Dramatic reading from Star Wars. Just to remind you. (laughs) 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 Anakin, what's bothering you? Nothing. It was a dream. Like the ones I used to have about my mother just before she died. It was about you. You die in childbirth. And the baby? I don't know. It was only a dream. I won't let this one become real. This baby will change our lives. I doubt the queen will continue to allow me to serve in the Senate. And if the council discovers you are the father, you will be expelled from the Jedi Order. Do you think Obi-Wan might be able to help us? Have you told him anything? No, but he's your best friend. He must expect something. He's still on the council. Don't tell him anything. (laughs) We We don't need his help. Our baby is a blessing, not a problem. Exquisite acting. I tried to scare people with the Helmy Anakin. <laughs> no matter no matter how hard you anyone tries, you you cannot be as droll and anti dramatic as those two are when you perform those lines. It scared me saying that. Great Jorb. <laughs> Jorb. And you picked that because he was having a nightmare. It's a nightmare. A, a, <laughs> night, a nightmare on Padme Street, whatever. Padme Street. Nightmare and bad based oh, Being married to that woman must be a nightmare. <laughs> well, Dave, yes. unless you get to sleep with their decoys. Ooh. Dorme, Corme, Morme, Borme, and Teclaminu. <laughs> and her. Handmay from a handmaiden. Mm. Ah. <laughs> it does a handmaid. Come on. <laughs> Quotes. 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 Boom. He sat through 40 minutes of horror stories for quotes. <laughs> <laughs> quotes. Quotes. It's time for Who Said That? Where we Halloween edition. Yeah, spooky quotes. <laughs> are, are, are all these random ones going to be screams? <laughs> that was, ah. Ah. That's a Boba Fett. <laughs> It's the way all Wilhelm screams. Oh, you should have done that for the Wilhelm scream oh. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. What we're doing is getting random quotes from random movies and we're getting points for the ones we know. So play along with us as we play Who Said That? 
Who said that? Matt, are you ready? I am ready. Quote. Your quote is this. Move closer. That's that's scary a little bit. Ooh, move closer. Oh, um, move your outer layers of clothing. Move. One button, two button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think and listen to you guys at the same time. It's not working. Move closer. I'm. Someone's touching your boss. <laughs> it might. <laughs> It's the stranger. Hand went dead. <laughs> Move Sensation. closer. Oh, I could be anything. Spine tingling. Twerking. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> So he doesn't know. No guess. No guess. No. Oh, all right. Now let's see. Uh, just let's, guess. Just uh, guess. Padme in the arena on Geonosis with the wrench. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Sure. Yeah. That's it. So final. You guys have a guess. Move closer. Uh, that is Han talking to Chewie. No. That I was my it. first guess, but I, yeah, I don't think he said move closer. Or the emperor. I bet if move I closer. the uh, the the quote that follows it, bet you would get it. Okay. So, I mean, you lost your points, but here you go. It's move closer, get alongside that one. Oh, oh shit! It was oh. Luke Skywalker on the speeder bike. Hey, yeah. Yes. Wow, that was a good one. That but they're two separate quotes. They're not. Uh, Together. <laughs> Not the same very different. Alright, Tim, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, yes, I am. You gotta let's read them all, like just read it like spooky. I can't Halloween do- edition. Quotes, Halloween edition. Yeah, you gotta read it spooky. I can't do that. Quotes. Is that the quote? Quotes. No, that's not the oh. quote. I mean <laughs> do that 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 uh can't go- do that. Halloween that, edition now. Come on. That goes against the rules, Against Chris. the rule quotes. Don't change the rule books. Are you... <laughs> Are you ready, Tim? I'm all, I'm all set, yeah. This is another hard one. Ooh. Don't be afraid. Oh, that's scary, too. It is. I didn't even think about that. Don't be afraid. (laughs) Back into it now with me. Lean back and think of the Empire. Empire. (laughs) Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Is that Obi-Wan Kenobi? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. The ghost of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, the ghost. I'm going to say the ghost of Obi-Wan Kenobi. You could have read that with a certain point of view. That is incorrect. That is wrong. That's two wrong in a row for me. It's all over. (laughs) Your ghost is filthy. (laughs) (laughs) That was Anakin to Padme, to which Padme replied, I'm not afraid to die. I've been dying a little bit each day since you came back into my life. I thought it was a line where it said, I'm not afraid, just get it out of my eye. <laughs> Unless it's absolutely obvious, I am constantly just—I don't even think about the prequels when I'm thinking about quotes. 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 Well, that was from episode two before the execution. Episode two. Is that is that one that the I would have needed? Execution. Yes. Death. Oh, I needed that one. Suck. You're still tied for Spurs, but you have one more movie than me. <laughs> Big asshole. I am the exposition ghost. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. yes. You're not getting much of a quote here <laughs> That's Twinkie's ghost. <laughs> Your quote is this. Yes. What's this? 
What's this? What's this? There's something in the air. Oh, What's yeah, this? that's Halloween, too. <laughs> that's true. Motherfucker. Give me that hardcore. It was Jack Skellington. What's this? What's this? What's that? Um, Quote is, what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? Oh, no. What's this? I want to say... Angry pirate. I want to say... What's this? Someone dutied on the floor. I know this, I think. I want to say it's Luke Skywalker and a new hope when he's taken, like, when, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, what's your only hope? I'm your only hope, whatever that thing is. That part where he's like, what's this? Like, he says, what's this to the hologram? What's he say? <laughs> I'm so tired. What's this? <laughs> is that your answer? That's my final answer, Regis. I think I've found it. Isn't that a good, that's a good, that's good, right? Like, Mike, Not a bad guess. You're asking me if your guess is good? Yeah. That's a good guess. I don't it's know if it's a right guess. It's a good guess. Right. And it is a right guess. Oh! oh! Nailed nope. You nailed this almost to the T because the line before it is, Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. And he's... Yes! What's this? Success. Now, you have to admit, that's fucking awesome, man. I don't have to admit I shit. I to admit that, but I will say good job. Great job. Great job. I actually thought it out. Two points. Nice job. Maybe you need to do the ghosting for a half hour before every answer you give. I think I do. Booby dooby dooby dooby. One is your is your favorite Halloween. The first one. All right. <laughs> one. Well, I think it's already done. Yeah, we'll stop here. That's interior. Halloween H two O. All right, ready? This is Season of the Witch Part 3, the greatest of the series. We need a navigator to get us through the planet's core. Ugh. I have saved Jar Jar Binks' life. He owes me what you call a life debt. Debt. Yeah, debt. Debt. Okay, that it's... It's cool. on, Jin, speaking to Boss Nass in episode one. <laughs> Maybe we bobby friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, squeeze me. All hey, right. Blibba. <laughs> you sound like the guy from the Monster Mash. <laughs> it was a mash. That's it was funny. a monster mash. Oh, mash. Right. It was a groovy smash. Here's One time scope. swimming through the planet's core, I met Dave named Jar Jar. I thought there would be no singing in this episode. I never said that. <laughs> you never did say that. Here are the scores. There they are. Matt and Tim are still tied with seven. He was Bosnass. He was the big Bosnass. The big Bosnass. Sorry. <laughs> tied with six. It's seven to seven to six to six. I got only one point away from first and last. I thought that out. Is this Jaws? This isn't hard. I hit the beach. This is not hard. It's movie. Georgia, Georgia. Get the fuck out of me. Come on, right there. Hey, old boys. Well, thank you for hanging in there for this Halloween episode featuring the Ooh. It's been so long since we talked about the Nobot. I forgot that the episode was about the Nobot. <laughs> we have been talking about. We've been telling stories for about six hours. <laughs> uh, I have an editing nightmare out of me at these four episodes. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. nightmare. on Matt Street. Join us next time. We discuss. Fixer! Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. 
For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars In Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information. 